0: This is Kayla Fox, and you're listening to The Coach's Wife Podcast. Welcome to The Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox wife of a high school football coach and founder of the fly fox apparel a coach's wife boutique whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work huddle up and rest assured you can find joy and community as a coach's wife and it can all start right here hey it's kayla Before we start this episode, I wanted to tell you about the Fly Fox Apparel. The Fly Fox Apparel is my brand that I began years ago when I was tired of wearing the same tees on game day each week. Over the last several years, it's grown into a game day boutique with the largest Coach's Wife collection out there. Mugs, artwork, tea towels, infant swaddles, and so much more. Including our newest game day kids collection can all be found at theflyfoxapparel.com. Thank you for supporting my business and for continuing to tune in to the Coach's Wife podcast week after week. Serving you is such a joy, and I'm so thankful for you. Brett and I met in December 2010, and I guess you could say we were pretty serious right away. (laughs) And now I'm laughing because I sounded like the dude from Napoleon Dynamite who was like, things are getting pretty serious. (laughs) Does anybody else get my movie or TV show references on this podcast? Message me if you appreciate them. Or if you have no idea what I'm talking about half the time, I'm always curious. (laughs) Anyway, our relationship was funny because we were obviously super into each other. We talked often about our future, even entertaining names of our future children. But guys, we hadn't said I love you to each other yet. Brett had made it clear from the beginning that he was not going to say those three words until he knew that I was going to be his wife. And I always felt the same way. In fact, I hadn't said I love you to any guy I had dated up to that point. So... February rolls around, and of course, it's about to be Valentine's Day. So I could tell that Brett was wondering what my hopes were for this day because he didn't want to let me down. And I love romantic gestures, but I guess just not on the days it's to be expected. Like, a dozen roses on Valentine's Day are nice, but I prefer a post-it note that says, like, Can't wait to see you tonight on a Tuesday, any day. And I knew Brett was the same way. And I knew he would not tell me that he loved me on Valentine's Day because it would be too predictable. Was anyone else this way? Anyway, the day was finally here. He got off work before me and he drove straight to my house, and I probably got there maybe 20 minutes after he did. I walked in my room and found that he had arranged all of my favorite things all around my room. My favorite drink, my favorite candies. Warm socks, flowers, and so on and so on. And on top of all of it was a little card. And I know I have the card around here somewhere. I need to find it and post it on Instagram for you to see. I remember it had a penguin on it. And it was this sweet little card about how I make him melt. (laughs) And guys, I remember reading that card and laughing so much. Not just because the card was, you know, hilarious. Because actually it wasn't. It was just really cheesy. But I seriously stood there thinking, I wonder how long Brett stood in the Valentine's Day card aisle searching for cards until he finally found one that didn't say I love you on it. (laughs) So spoiler alert, he finally told me he loved me about a week later. And then just a few weeks after that, we were engaged. So I guess he had it in him all along. Maybe you guys have some fun traditions that you partake in each Valentine's Day. Or maybe you both agree not to do anything for each other because it just doesn't matter to you. Maybe you wind up feeling frustrated and unappreciated this weekend year after year and you're tired of it. So I'm going to let you in on a few marriage tips I've learned in the last almost 10 years now. These are some things that I have learned through our experience or even just through watching friends and in the world of social media, where we're always posting about things about what we got on Valentine's Day, or in coaches' wives' groups, you always see people who are frustrated with not getting something or feeling undervalued. And I just think that these little tips can help us avoid those things. So, number one, set your expectations. And not just in your mind to yourself, but like out loud to each other. Like make it an actual conversation. Make it super clear and obvious. So this wasn't on Valentine's Day. It was actually Mother's Day. I think Levi was maybe just almost one. And so it was probably, I think it was my first official Mother's Day. So guys, we spent the day with our family at church and out for lunch. And I had a great day. But in the back of my mind all along, I was just thinking, Um, did he not get me anything? So by the time that we went to bed, I was in tears and I remember telling him, okay, I'm not expecting anything huge, but could you not have at least just gotten me some flowers or a card? And you guys, (laughs) I kid you not, he responded, I got you flowers last week. Y'all, they were flowers for our porch that kids at school were selling for a fundraiser. He never told me they were my Mother's Day present. He had just asked what kind of flowers I liked. Like, he kind of presented the flyer to me, gave me a few options. I told him which ones I liked. And this was a week before balance, or this was actually several weeks before Mother's Day, and I just didn't get them until the week before Mother's Day. So, I was not thinking this was my Mother's Day present. So... All along, I just thought he was supporting his students at school. And all along, he thought that he had given me some beautiful flowers for Mother's Day. But he never said that. Like, he never said it out loud. And I certainly did not pick up on it. And... Well, you can imagine my confusion. (laughs) The point is be clear and direct with each other about what you want out of the day. So there's no confusion like I had experienced. Also, coaches, if you are listening, don't get your wife something for Mother's Day or Valentine's Day from a school fundraiser. Okay, (laughs) number two, don't compare what you did or didn't get with what someone else posted on their Instagram feed. Here's what I've learned. Maybe her husband bought her... I don't know, like a spa day gift certificate, but you know what? Maybe her husband isn't really that nice to her every other day of the year. You never know what really goes on behind closed doors and our social media accounts are simply our highlight reels. Comparison is the thief of joy, so fight the urge to compare and instead spend the day just grateful for the husband you've been blessed with. Better yet, spend the day grateful for him with your phone in the other room so you're not even tempted to start the comparison game. Just be present with him doing whatever it is y'all want to do and just enjoy being together. Okay, number three, last but not least, remember the one who loves you the most. If you've been married for long, you'll have realized at some point that your husband, as great as he is, won't complete you. In fact, he will fail you time and time again. And this isn't bashing him. The truth is we fail our husbands all the time too. We're human. We're sinners. We are bound to mess this thing up. But you know what's so great and beautiful? God's grace is big enough to account for all of our shortcomings. Like on the days your husband lets you down or frustrates you, remember the one who will never fail you. On the days he forgets your birthday or anniversary or Valentine's Day, whatever, just remember the one who's always thinking of you, the one who was thinking of you even when he was dying on a tree. Guys, I realize everyone or not everyone (laughs) listening to this podcast is a follower of Jesus. And if that is you, I want you to know you are so welcome here and you'll find a lot of Relatable Coach's Wife content that will encourage you. But I'm convinced I would be doing you and everyone else a disservice if I failed to point us back to God and his great love for us. Because he is so gracious and merciful, we can be gracious and merciful with each other. Because he has brought you and your husband together, he promises he will lead you and walk this marriage road with you. Because he loves us and serves people, we get to go out into our communities and into our teams and love and serve them well. Every good thing we can do can always be traced back to what he's already done for us. So maybe this idea of God being so loving and good is really foreign to you, and that's okay. I just ask that, especially when our husbands fall short, we at least entertain the idea that we can be gracious to him because God's gracious with us. And let's also give ourselves permission to not be perfect. Like, we don't have to be the perfect coach's wife because he's the one who called us to this life as a coach's wife, and he's prepared to give us what we need to do it well. Sometimes all we need to do is simply pray, God, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you show me? Or even let's be real, like, God, my husband really hurt my feelings or... He's driving me crazy. (laughs) Why can you just help me respond in a loving way? And he will show us. He'll guide our steps and he won't let us down. Okay, that took a little bit of a turn, but I couldn't resist pointing out on this weekend coming up that celebrates love that we have a God who has set the perfect example for us how to love well. And when humans and our husbands fall short, God's love is enough. Let us be women who look to him and trust that he's enough for us. All right that is it for today but remember the conversation never has to stop here join us in the huddle on facebook to share valentine's day traditions so we can find new ways to celebrate our marriages and most importantly to share life as a coach's wife with other coaches wives who just get it all right until next time i'll be over here cheering you on